Hello all and welcome. The topic of this upcoming discussion is on Bloom's taxonomy and how it applies to the world of learning and development. In the first episode, we will be discussing what Bloom's taxonomy is. Stay tuned to learn more. Hello all and welcome. Uh, today I am joined with instructional designers Paloma, Amy, and Lori. Uh, we are going to be having a conversation regarding Bloom's taxonomy. Now, for those of you who don't recall this word from science class, uh, me included, a taxonomy is essentially a system of classification. So in Bloom's taxonomy, there are three domains, cognitive, which is the mental, psychomotor, which is the physical, and affective, which is the emotional. Today, however, we are going to be focusing our conversation on the cognitive domain. Uh, so Paloma, Amy, Laurie, any of one of you can go for this first one. Uh, can one of you expand on what the cognitive domain is as it is presented in Bloom's taxonomy? I think the, the cognitive domain focuses on how we learn, uh, the way we process information to achieve the highest order of thinking. So Bloom's taxonomy is a visual of a pyramid and there are six different levels of the pyramid and the lower levels of the pyramid are considered lower you know, orders of thinking. Um, and then as you scale the pyramid or scaffolds your learning, you um, eventually achieve the tippy top of the pyramid, which is creating. It, it assumes you've achieved mastery, you've achieved a higher order of thinking. Uh, I was just gonna say, if you can imagine, you know, the great pyramids, you have that base pyramid that has to happen. So. Your level one being remembering or knowledge, what it used to be, and then building from there. Every level has to sit on top of the other one. So if you don't have that great base, then you're not going to be able to get to the very tippy top um, without you know stumbling and falling back. Well, that's great. I love the I love the idea of scaffolding. I think you know Bloom's the model of Bloom's taxonomy, the visual model, you know, is a great representation of what scaffolding looks like. Uh, you said there were six steps. Uh, uh, so with those steps, what are those steps? Well, originally when the model was evolving, uh, starting back in 1956, the lower order thinking skills started with knowledge and then moved up to highest, the highest order in the order of knowledge, then comprehension, application, analysis, synthesis, and then evaluation being the highest order. So in 2001, a group of cognitive psychologists, uh, curriculum theorists, and instructional researchers, and testing and assessment specialists published a revision of Bloom's taxonomy with the title, A Taxonomy for Teaching, Learning, and Assessment. Uh, how does the revision compare to the original model from 1956? Uh, and with that comparison, what was the purpose of the revision? Well, the comparison is that uh, they basically changed the verbiage from nouns, noun to verb form and they rearranged the order uh, from knowledge to remembering, comprehension to understanding, application to applying, analysis to analyzing, and then the last two um, evaluate went to evaluating and then create to creating. What was the they second also, part? Though? They also flipped. Well, they also flipped the top two, right? Right. Mm -hmm. In right. the 1956 model, it went from comprehension to evaluation, and then mm -hmm. in the 2001 model, it went from it, it went from it it made it was evaluating and then creating was the top tier. I think 
I don't know, like I view it as, even though they were flipped, that it was more of a, like, it's almost like a cross continuum. So it's, it's like, even though you're synthesizing in one and then evaluating, you could be evaluating, synthesizing, and then back to evaluating. That's where, like I was talking about the looping part of it, where you kind of circle back through each of those. So you're putting together maybe multiple pieces of knowledge and you're evaluating it and then you have to resynthesize and you have to reevaluate or vice versa. You have to evaluate, create something, and then you come back and you reevaluate it and then you recreate it. Yeah, this is, I would say, a model of framework. Because it doesn't mean that you lit, it's this rigid, it's this rigid model, you know, like, mm -hmm. like Amy's saying it, it's definitely fluid. And yeah, I mean, when you think you've gotten to the top of your learning, have you really gotten to the top of your learning? You know that you're going to have to go back because there's going to be other things that you start to remember, understand, apply, analyze, and evaluate. And then you might have to re, you're going to recircle, you know, your first, your original thought process may not be what you end up with at the end. So you think about this as multiple versions of itself based on different ideas. So you might have to come back to something, you know, you think you've gotten to the top of something and I can create now. And then all of a sudden you learn something else. You get this under this new remember and understanding and you start rethinking your previous thought process. But uh, yeah. And, and again, this, this model is a guide for creating learning objectives, which are supposed to be very specific to a skill and a learning outcome. So, I mean, we can, you know, talk about something very broad. And then I think, yeah, they kind of oscillate between the different levels within Bloom's taxonomy. But um, I mean, as instructional designers, we're supposed to be very specific about the learning outcome we're seeking by being very specific and measurable in our learning objectives for a particular skill. Great. Thank you all for sharing a little bit about what Bloom's taxonomy is. In our next episode, we'll be discussing the application of Bloom's taxonomy in training. Until next time.